Clams and Cockles, presented by Bolin Media. I am your host, Ross Bolin, and today we wanted to provide you with a little taste of what it's like to be supporting our show on patreon.com slash oysters, clams, cockles, where you could be enjoying an additional all-new and ad-free episode for every episode of House of the Dragon with further conversation and analysis with Barrett Dudley and I, driven by hotline calls from our listeners. We did this during Game of Thrones as well. And thousands of members of the Clam Fam were kind enough to support our show by pledging a minimum of just $5 on Patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles in exchange for even more OCC. Bolin Media is a small operation with just three full-time employees and a couple part-time contract folks like Barrett. I'm incredibly thankful to every single one of you that hops on Patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles to support us so we can continue to grow our show and grow my small business, Bolin Media. Here is a little taste of our first Patreon-exclusive episode of the first season of House of the Dragon, further discussing Episode 1, the series premiere, available in full right now on Patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles. What up, Clam fam? It's Tyler from Ohio. Uh, Just had a quick question. I'm a little nervous about the fact that it seems like this season we're going to be dealing around one main plot and also in one main area instead of being able to go all the way around the world and deal with several different plots at the same time. Uh, Is that something you guys are nervous about, or am I the only one? Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Bye-bye. So he's saying comparative to Game of Thrones, where we go everywhere, he's worried we'll just stay here. What's your feel for that so far? Um, I'm not worried about it, and it's, it's actually something that I think is a potential benefit to this show. There's no question that one of the reasons Game of Thrones was awesome is because of the sprawl, because of the scope of the story, because of how many territories and people and groups of people and characters we had, right? Like, that was incredible. The fact that they were able to pull that off at all is just, like, kind of an astonishing achievement. (laughs) But, but, it's also one of the things that you could flag as a cause to why that show was so difficult to end. Absolutely. Um, and so the fact that we are like a little bit more narrowly focused here on one story and, and, and maybe we aren't trying to sail the seven seas and get to all sorts of different places in unrealistic amounts of time and like do, do that whole song and dance again. I actually think that, that the, the more limited scope and like sharper focus on this story is, is potentially a good thing to the, to the, to the long-term run of this show. Completely agree. All the travel gets way too complicated when you're dealing with so many different places. Uh, you remember how much bitching there was about the fast travel? The fast oh, travel. now we're just adorned. Now we're here. Now we're there. You're trying to include things that from the, the the original source material, like the sand snakes, which didn't land, but you felt the need to include it because right. it's in there. Like so, like it gets it, too complicated, just, man. It gets too complicated. There's too many plates spinning, and um and and I'm I'm happy to to just kind of have our one main thing to focus on at the at the current stage absolutely 
Shouts to Ohio. Did, was that a Tyler, by the way? I think it was Kyler. Kyler. Okay. But shouts right. to Kyler Nation, too. Shouts but, to Kyler, both Kyler and Tyler Nation. Tyler's, we appreciate you. Thank you yeah. so much for your support. It's awesome being now the number one House of the Dragon podcast in the world for Tyler's. That's It's huge. We appreciate you. Thank yes. you for being here. Next call. Hey, guys. It's Brian, um, Beyonce on Twitch. I'm in Houston. Um, so first thing... Uh, damn, the episode was so good. I'm so happy. I'm so relieved. Like y'all were saying, I was sitting here sweating bullets for like, you know, if you watched it on HBO, they had like a countdown going like on the channels, like series starts in four minutes, countdown, whatever, whatever. So yeah, I was sweating. I'm, I'm so glad it was good. Um, so first thing, the the kid's name, the Air for a Day or whatever, his name is Baylon, Baylon. So, like, Baylor, like the Sept of Baylor, but with an N. But the way that they said it was, like, Balin. So that's why you heard Bane. And, uh, yeah, and Balin was actually Viserys' father's name. So that's why they named him that. Um, and then, okay, so one weird thing, first of all, I agree. That was totally weird that they brought up the long night, <clears throat> the long night or whatever. That was stupid. I hated it. But... Sam, in the last episode, says, like, oh, yeah, I came up with the name Song and Ice and Fire. So, like, was he lying? Or, like, did they just happen to write this huge Targaryen secret that nobody knows except for other Targaryens in some book and then give it to, you know, the maesters? Like, who's lying here? Somebody's not telling the truth. Either Sam lied about coming up with the name A Song of Ice and Fire or the Targaryens lied about this being a huge secret that only Targaryens know. So, hmm, interesting. Anyway, that's all. Bye. All right, Brienne from Houston. That was not not to be confused with Brienne of Tarth. That was Brienne of Houston. Brienne of Houston. Yep. Thank you. Um, first of all, she said the countdown on HBO. Uh, for those of you who are still watching on on like a television, like on on like the on the channel HBO from your cable provider, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. You had the countdown like four <laughs> minutes and thirty two seconds, and she's sitting there sweating, and that's hilarious to me because I actually actively remember thank I was thankful that that wasn't the experience. I was like, oh, thank God they don't do that on HBO Max because I remember back in the day waiting for like a Sopranos episode really? to start or whatever, and they had a fucking countdown after like this red carpet type deal, and the mm. hype was almost too much to bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, she said, uh, Balin, Balin, Balon or Balin. Balon. Yeah. But that they said it like Balin real, real subtly. Right. So yeah. that's why I heard Bane. Yeah. Which is, uh, still funny to me, but Balin was Viserys' father's name. That's why he's named his kid that. Got it. Um, but yeah. Also, Brian said she hated, like Barrett did, that they brought up the White Walkers. And let me just say, a lot of people were upset by this, as I kind of predicted, right? Yeah, when you got course. into it, I was like, oh, I saw this wave coming. Yeah, yeah, naturally. And I, listen, I just want to say, I think that's totally fair. I think it's totally fair to be upset. I'm also just, I was on our ad-based episode this week giving the perspective of Sapochnik, and I totally understand his point of view. And I think he knew the audience would be split. I think he knew there would be people like me who just thought it was really mystical and fun and a, added some more depth to the family. And then uh, there were people like, like Barrett, that were a little bit annoyed, rubbed the wrong way by even bringing... Because it feels insulting to be like, oh, bring up the White Walkers. You never even <laughs> let them say a single word 
Arya swung in there like a monkey and just fucking ended everything. We, yeah. The guy didn't even get to say his piece. Yeah. Maybe he came in peace. <laughs> we don't even know. But, uh, yeah, it it's totally acceptable to be in other either camp to me. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and But she does make a really interesting point that I definitely ha- had not thought of. But I, I think one of the things... So she mentioned how... how um, Viserys there calls it a song of ice and fire. Right. But at the end of Game of Thrones, Sam says that he came up with that story name, right? Right. He goes so far as to say that Aegon, the dream haver, called Called his dream dream a song song of of ice Ice and and fire. Fire. Yeah. So, so which does throw a little uh, continuity problem in. It does. Absolutely. And it makes Um, Sam look like uh, potentially a plagiarizer. Well, and so, and, and so, what what it makes me think of is that one of those it it basically confirms that one of those instances was total fan service wink wink at the camera. Oh come on, bro! You know which one it is. Which one is it? Samuel Tarley. Samuel Tarley. Okay, yeah. Look who was at the helm. <laughs> Look at what season we were in. You're making me go full Seinfeld. Um, no, it's yeah. it for sure is the Samuel Tarley one. And I, it's, dude, that's the that's one of the, look look at Zapachnik. He's not unwilling to show that. I mean, they, you, that surely got brought up. Hey, remember when you had they had Sam say, and he was probably like, "I didn't direct that fucking episode." Yeah, I uh, <laughs> did. I mean, did he direct that episode? I'm actually, I don't think. So. I don't think so. I think that was back to Benioff and Weiss directing the. the that was finale the finale. There. Finale. Um, but but either way, the, it, it, I, I like I like that she mentions it because it, any invo- an invocation of the title of the books feels too on the nose for me. And so it was a, a piece of what I didn't like about it was how it was almost trying to be like, you know, clandestine or like hush hush like, oh, I'm ta- you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the 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 White Walkers, so the Song of Ice and Fire. Like if it had you been didn't like it when more... Jon Snow said, "I don't want to play the game of thrones." <laughs> and then he looked at the camera and went, "Of thrones." Yeah, like you didn't like, like that. Yeah, right, exactly. So like if it, if it had been uh, uh, for me, my, the, my reaction was based on the fact that this felt purposely shoehorned into this moment to be that like wink, wink moment and and connect it all rather than like a natural piece of the story that actively made sense. Now, you picked up on 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 why it made sense. You had a good reason for why you felt like it flowed and like added this weight to the to the whole thing and like a cool kind of anchor you know, just just connecting the worlds and like setting this, the the long term stage, and 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 I'm fine with that too. My point, which which you know I made on on our show on Sunday night, and I'll make again here, is like, I, I you know I I still I remain in the camp of not necessarily being thrilled with that scene, but I'm totally fine as long as it's not like a continued looming existential threat, just like it was in the original series. Like I need it to be like a like a connection point that's interesting for us to to know that it exists and then kind of forgotten about and put on the way, way, way back burner as we deal with the far more interesting story of the Targaryen dynasty here. She also asked, did no one pass that knowledge on to Danny? Obviously, um, it, Danny never mentioned that this was like some familial thing. And I think it's fair to say that at that point, the Targaryen dynasty had fallen into such disarray I mean, it's just her and her yeah, maybe, fucking maybe ancestral dipshit of a psycho brother. Right. I, I think maybe it never does get. get I don't think it ever made it there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the other op- the other the the other uh, possibility there is that 
as we made our way into those final seasons, five, six, seven, uh, and eight. I, I always forget how many there there were. Um, I, I think seven. I think seven seven total seasons, right? I should know this. No, it's eight. It's eight. Eight seasons. Okay. Excuse me. Um, yeah, because we always say one through five are great. Six and seven, a little bit of a stumble. Eight, not great. Um, I say one through six, but yeah, sure. Uh, so keep in mind, we didn't. George was not attached to the series for the final seasons, so he wouldn't have been there to even add something like that. Which, as we've learned through our Discord and through other people, this this piece, this Aegon piece, is not in the book that sits on your desk right here. It's not in Fire and Blood. Right. It's a it's a kernel of knowledge that George R. R. Martin has lent to this show. So it, it probably just was never even communicated to the powers that be for the final seasons of Game of Thrones. I'm trying to figure out who directed the finale. I have no fucking idea now. It's all, it's all fun. I'm more confused by every answer on here. Um, <laughs> other people were saying, hey, maybe it did get passed to Danny, and that's why she was so adamant that a Targaryen needed to be on the Iron Throne. Mm. Because as she, he says to her, like, it's not only important that you carry this knowledge, it's, it's important because you need to keep the passing this down the line, and we need to be the ones here in King's Landing on the throne with our dragons. Maybe so. And ready to stay in charge or whatever. Um, and yeah, we'll get into that a little more later, but good, good, great. I would say great call from beyond. Thank you for calling in. Next call. All right. That's all you get for free. But if you want more, there's a full hour long episode out now on patreon.com slash oysters, clams, cockles with over 10 hotline calls from listeners and Barrett and I's responses. Lots of great discussion around things we missed on this week's regular episode. And again, we thank each and every member of the Clam Fam who supports our show by heading to patreon.com slash oysters, clams, cockles today. All you have to do is pick a tier, Crustacean Nation or Mollusk Militia. Make sure you're in the Mollusk Militia if you want full video of every episode and access to the hotline. Crustacean Nation, if you want just the audio podcast, it's just $5 to join the Crustacean Nation Get in there and support OCC. We appreciate you. Follow us on social media. We are on TikTok at Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Popping off. Cross the 2,000 follower mark. We're doing it. Brand new TikTok at Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. We are on Instagram at Oysters, Clams, Cockles. And on Twitter at Clams and Cockles. If you want merch, if you want the hat I'm wearing on my head right now, if you want shirts... Mouse pads are coming. Go to bowlandmedia.com slash shop. That's another way to support OCC. Check out my comedy and sometimes mental health podcast, the Ross Boland Podcast, wherever you listen to or watch OCC. That would mean a lot to me as well. Follow me on social media at WRBolin on Twitter and Instagram, at the Ross Bolin Podcast on TikTok. Thank y'all. Thank you for listening. Now head on over to patreon.com slash oysters, clams, cockles. Thank you.